You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. A change of heart, a change of heart. Will you repeat that after me? A change of heart. Amen. And write this down. Um, Refuse to enter 2019. Watch this. By the chains of offense. Um, Say no to being held captive by a corrupt heart. Say no to it. Um, Refuse to enter 2019 by the chains of offense. And you may want to write this down. The attitude of your exit will determine the actions of your entrance. The attitude of your exit will determine the actions of your entrance. So the attitude of my heart as we begin to approach and enter in 219 will dictate my actions in the next year. So how I go out of 2018 will determine how I respond in 2019. Now, and this is, I'm speaking prophetically, and the Spirit of God said, for many of you, much of 2018, watch this, was a year, I, I want you to be this kind of people. Whenever the Lord speaks, let him who have ears to hear, don't hear Rex, don't hear Pastor Rex, hear God speaking through the man of God. But he said much of 18, see, whether it's received or not, it's seen. And he said much of 2018 was a year of entrapment for many. In other words, they were held captive by offenses. So there was not a lot of fruit manifestations, spiritual growth for many of you because you allow offenses to entrap you. Yeah, this is prophetic. So if you want your 19 to be better, see, you can declare it's going to be a great year all day, but if that heart is corrupt, you will experience greater disappointments. (laughs) Some said the same thing, but as long as that heart is bad, it gets more corrupt. See, Hebrews says it grows corrupt, so they don't know it gets worse. So if I want things to be better, I got to deal with that heart. In Luke 17, 1, you, you can go there. We can go there. Jesus says this to his disciples. It is impossible that no offenses should come. Plural, offenses. <sighs> But woe to him through whom they do come. It is impossible that no offenses succumb. What do you mean? Temptations, traps, things thrown in front of you to lure you into sin (laughs) or to ensnare you. And and so you have to remember that offenses or scandalin in the Greek is nothing more than a stumbling block. Are you here? It's the trigger of a trap. It's the part that ensnares its prey. Okay? So you have to remember that offenses are nothing more than what? Stumbling. Things that cause you to trip up. Things that cause you to do what? Trip up. Listen to this. (laughs) There are things that pull you away from God. So offenses are things that come to try to cause a distance, a great gulf, if you will, between me and and the Lord, because that's what it'll do. Are you here? And watch this. Most of the time, see, we, we just reduce offenses to church members. Anything can be used as an instrument of offense. <laughs> could be employment. Could be a stumbling block for a lot of people. Uh, it could be the pursuit of self can be a stumbling block for people. Relationships. Not just husband and wife. You know, sometimes even in husband, marriages, you know, 
the husband is offended at the wife or vice versa. In relationships, anything that causes me to stumble. In, 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 in relationships, let me help those of you who are seeking marriage. Hold on. If he causes me to stumble, he's an offense to me. If she causes me to stumble, she is an offense to me. You are more harm to me than you are good. Are y'all listening? Because we want God to bless things and we're not doing it. We're not doing it his way. Are you here? What do you mean an offense? Uh, just an example. I'm not going to spend much time here, but if he, it, what do you mean he pulls me away? See, you have to be so in tune with God that if you decide not to worship, I will not allow this relationship to prevent me from worship. So whether you come or not, baby, I got to go praise my Lord. Whether you do this or not, I got to honor my God. Why? Because I don't want you to be an offense to me. So anything that pulls me away from God is an offense. You are a stumbling block. Just to help the people in relationship, just, just real quickly. And the Lord, he was just saying this so clear this morning. Uh, as long as you don't stand up, people won't come up. <laughs> he said, as long as you, what do you mean? As long as I'm not standing on this word, you will never come up. So if you are a stumbling block to me and I capitulate to, 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 to the dictates of your words rather than God's, you're not going to make any changes. Are y'all here? Prime example. Well, y'all get that. So you have to not allow things to stumble you or cause you to stumble. So many things will try to create an offense. So it's just not sister so-and-so not speaking to me. Oh, offenses are much greater than that. <laughs> it's just not such and such crossing me. No, they're much bigger than that. And you know what? We never look at those, it, you know, it, it, we just look at those inside. We never look outside the church. An offense can take place at McDonald's. Take place at your home, anywhere. And here's the subtle thing about it: you, most people don't even know that they're being deceived. Are you here? Uh, and, and here's the danger about it: whether you are offended by a non-church member or this or that, the fruits of offense are the same. So whether it was a church member or a stone cold heathen, the manifestations or the fruits of offense are the same. Are you here? And you can see the acrimony in a lot of people. You can see the, the animosity, the bad blood, the ill will. And some of the things, some of the fruits that it produced hurt, anger, outrage, jealousy, resentment, strife. Hatred, envy, just to name a few. So if I'm dealing with just some of these little ones, or well, they're not little. If I'm dealing with just any of the ones that I just mentioned, rest assured, you tripped up. You've been offended. And, and when you pick it up, there are insults, attacks, woundings, division, separation, broken relationships, backslidings, all because you see, you allow the trip up to take place because you don't have to be offended. Do you have your handcuffs on you, sir? Okay. Were any more officers here with their hands? Anybody have handcuffs? Yeah. Say, not at church, huh? Not at church. But but it, you, you you take see see come here brother Carter see it, it, it's when it's presented you know it, it, uh, I don't know I wish you had the, listen 
I can, when I present it to you now, when it comes your way, it's up to you whether you receive it or not. You don't have to take it. I'm just presenting it to you. Are you here? You don't, look at someone and say, you don't have to be offended. Now watch this. Today it might be me. In a few minutes it may be somebody else. But once you realize that the opportunity for this to happen will not cease, I have to be, watch it. that's why you have to be a student of the word. Because God has outlined in his word how you can have great peace. Are you here? Well, well, let me, yeah, well, let me try that. So, so, so watch this. And so when it's presented and you take it, I didn't tell him to take it. He just took it. When you see, see how he just took it so willingly. So, so what happens, we, hold your hands out. So, so when you take it, what you do, see, see, you literally, you tie your own, matter of fact, put them behind your back. Literally what you do. You tie. I didn't do it. Well, I presented it and wrote to him who presents it. But you didn't have to take it. Now, woe unto me because I threw the trap out there. But you don't have to take the trap. But what, what happens most often, we take the bait. And I submit to you, it, it, it's... It's, it's, it's for a lot of people, it's people that's close to you. And the reason why it goes unseen, because in order to entrap something, you need two things. It needs to be baited and it has to be camouflaged. So you don't really, he won't do it. He's a nice guy. She would never do that. She's a nice guy, gal. Are you here? He took it. Watch this. And he will stay that way until he decides that I am tired of being frustrated, angry, bitter, jealous, resentful, ill-willed. It could last a day, (laughs) a couple of weeks, 21 days. A year, two, three, you determine how long. Do y'all hear me? And he's doing like most other people do, waiting on me to fix it. And let me say something. Never depend on anybody who caused the problem to fix it. The person who caused you to stumble will not be the person Why? Because their intent was to entrap you. So why would I set you free and I'm the one trying to entrap you? So we're waiting on them. Oh, are you here? Don't enter into 2019 with the same heart. There needs to be a, thank you, sir. There needs to be a change of heart. And, and see, again, oftentimes people offended don't even realize that they are trapped. They are oblivious to their condition. Watch this because they're so focused on the wrong that was done to them. Watch this. Or what they thought was done to them that they rest in denial. Little things. That's why it's not good to assume. Because you start playing this scenario that you came up with and since it's True to you. True to you now. You begin to act out these assumptions based off of a lie that's true only to you. The most effective way for the enemy to blind us is to cause us to focus on ourselves. The reason why he was waiting so long because he's focused. Oh, it's just me and this and that and then all the attention. Who going to deliver me? Oh, woe. Me, you took the offense. Are you here? So for many, the Spirit of God said, much of 2018 was a year of great offenses. And watch this. Here's the thing. And and, and when you are offended, your vision is cloudy. 
trust me, it affects every area of your life. The, 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 the offense wasn't created here, but it affects those who are here. Are you here? It's the same with whoever. And I'm going to show you. Uh, it, and, and since the, all the attention is on me, and, and you'll see this in a second, those of you who've been offended and those who are listening who are offended, it's the selfishness. That's why you, all the focus on you is me. And when you focus on self, that's what causes the isolation and separation. You have been offended, don't raise your hand. You remember you isolate. I said, don't raise everybody raising their hand. I said, don't raise your hand. But if truth be told, there's not a person in here who at some point in time in your spiritual infancy, when you didn't know any better, you took offense like they were Skittles. I mean, you pop one, I'm offended today. I'm offended at you. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'll take that one too. Offended people are never happy. I would write that down. They are never happy. Ooh, never at peace. How are you going to be at peace and you bitter? It will eat you from the inside out. Just because you laugh doesn't mean that you're happy. I'll say that again. A juggle, chuckle, a loud outburst doesn't mean that you are happy. Proverbs 18, 1 and 2 says this. He, see, let, 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 he who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desires. Desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. The person who is offended, they willfully separates himself. Notice we said that offense is that thing that pulls you away from God. So since I'm offended, guess what? I go into ice hiding. You know, in those relationships, when you're offended, there's a, there's a period of silence. No call, no text. Isolation. Anybody ever been in there? Any married couples walked around the house for three weeks, didn't say a word to each other. Offense. Isolation. Are y'all here? I think you call it shutting down. What they're saying is I'm offended and I'm going into isolation. And I would be here until I decide I'm ready to come out. Yes. A closed-minded fool. I would never call you. Well. I have called people a fool, but I'm not calling you a fool. A closed-minded fool does not, do, see, they don't want to know the truth. Why? Because all the attention and focus should be, and when, listen, when you want, when, when it's solely, when you're solely focused on self, listen, you're not interested in the truth. Why? Because I'm it's my way. I'm right. You don't know. You don't know. No, no. See, when you're ready to come out, give me the truth. Are you here? A closed-minded fool does not delight in understanding, but only watch this in revealing his personal opinions. I don't want to hear that, but let me tell you what they did. I don't want to hear that, but let me tell you what he, let me tell you. Unwillingly, wittingly displaying his self-indulgence indulges and stupidity. Not realizing that I don't have to be in this situation. I don't, no, no, you, you don't have to be offended. And the reason, well, why do I take it, Pastor? Insufficient word. Lack of word. Not enough word. No desire, no love, no thirst for the word. And if you knew how much the word is a safeguard, You'll run to it. <laughs> Psalms 119.165. Listen to this. Great peace. Great, not just peace. <laughs> Great peace. Listen. Have they which love thy word. Law, same thing. And do y'all see this? Nothing shall offend them. Do you hear this? Uh, the response 
doesn't match up to what the revelation that we just seen here. The scripture says, great peace will you have, you who, those who love the word, and no thing shall offend you. So, Pastor, you mean to tell me I can get to that place where no thing offends me? Yes. How do I get to it? You love the word. What do you mean to love it? To love it is to do what he says. <laughs> I respond like God desires I respond. Are you here? Nothing. So people who are constantly offended, it's a big indicator that you're not in your word, baby. Because you don't have to. Listen, you don't have to be mad. Some of you get offended when people, oh, Lord, skipped over your post and liked his. Don't let that offend you. You get mad, you like her stuff, but don't like my, let let me help y'all out who yoked up with stuff like that. Listen, people are entitled to do what they want to do. Don't worry about it. Life goes on. They're not paying the bills. They're not doing anything for you. Why are you worried about that and they're not supporting you in any kind of capacity in order to help you? Why would you? Some get offended at Oh, you see you hugged up. And now I'm offended. Why? Because my relationship is not like theirs. And see, here's what people don't get. It's the little offenses that affect your spiritual worship. Keeps you from worship. Keeps you from committing to participate. See, we we, we just look at the small. We're not looking at how it affects us in a greater way. Um, Because you decided to take the bait. Let me tell you something. The reason why you shouldn't let what other people do bother you is because when you try to dictate a person's actions and bend their will in your direction, that's called witchcraft. Witchcraft is trying to bend your will toward my will against your will. Are y'all here? There's so much to acquire, so much that you could be doing in a positive manner that you should not have time to be concerned about what people think about you. There's so many other positive things that you could be focusing on than to be worried about who don't like you. Don't let that offend you. Hmm. Okay. Right here, the psalmist give us a clear instruction on how to attain peace. And how do I do it? I love God's word. Are you here? Number one, how can I deal with this? I'm talking about a change of heart. First thing you have to do, you have to free yourself, as Carter did, by letting go. Free yourself. I don't want to be offended in 2019. So notice the subject is a change of heart. So I have to willingly, willfully, intentionally, on purpose. See, I can be stubborn or I can receive the word and say, I'm tired, man. Because listen, nobody's going to deliver you out of this. You have to make a decision that I'm tired of being. You have to want to come out. Just like people who want substance abuse and, and you know, people are trying to send them to various treatment centers and they done skipped out in the middle of the night. You can want it all day for him. All day for her. But she will not stay put until she decides I'm ready to let it go. What you trying to do now? Now I'm trying to get you to get right against your will. He ain't want to go. She has to want to. He has to want to. Wow. So admit it now. Now we can help you. But as long as I'm not willing to let it go, we can't help you. Why? Because you still hold on to it. The Lord is speaking. You don't have to be offended today. You, you don't have to be offended. I'm looking into the camera. You don't have to be offended. That's a choice. And we're waiting, Brother Tillery, on others to free ourselves. No, you have to let. What do you have to do? What's number one? You have to free yourself by letting go. 
Proverbs 19, 11 says this. Good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. Good sense. I can't dictate what you do, but I can dictate my response to what you do. And it is an honor. Listen to this. And glory to overlook a transgression or an offense without seeking revenge and harboring. Y'all read this out loud. Come on, let's read. Ready, read. Good. Listen, hold on. Hold on. I, I, you, you have to be a person that today you take responsibility for your actions. Because here's the thing, especially if you have people around you, children, family, or whatever, and see, they think that you are a victim now. So now we can pass down those habits and they adopt the same victim mentality. Because they too, like you, chose to hold on to it and nurse it, caress it, pacify it. Good sense and discretion make a man what? What do you mean? So watch this. So before, I, watch this. Just, just do a survey of this. Before you receive, do I want to take this? No, thank you. I'll pass. I like great peace. I don't want to be disturbed mentally. I don't want to walk around bitter, acrimonious, anger, angry. Are you here? Ecclesiastes 7 and 9. So what's number one? You have to do what? Free yourself by doing what? Letting go of it. That's a choice. Listen, guys, that's a choice. Well, you, Pastor, you just don't know how bad he hurt me. I don't. And that's not to negate what happened. But when you let go, you are saying, although what she did was trifling. I'm choosing to release and free myself from being bound by that thing. Yeah, it was dirty and low down, but it's not going to hold me. It's not going to keep me back. It's not going to keep me from going forward and moving higher in the things of God. See, that's good sense. Common sense is knowing that if I take this, since I took it, I got to release it. Oh... Keep your temper under control. It's foolish. Why is it foolish? Because it hurts nobody but you. It's, it's foolish to harbor. We don't even know you're mad. And there are those who have went into isolation and still waiting on me to call. This is an example. On you to call, on whoever to call, when all they have to do is drop that joke and say, man, this is foolish. The only person that is not sleeping at night is me. The only person that's disturbed is me. The only person whose blood is high is mine. The only person that's discontent, dissatisfied, disturbed is me. <laughs> Are y'all here? Let, 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 can, I ask the, can I ask this question? What do you think is going to happen by holding on to it? What good is it doing to you holding it? Say, self, what good is it doing me to keep holding this offense? What, is it, what good is it doing? And watch this. Come here, Carter. Whatever you hold on to, huh? it eventually... Start holding you. So as long as you hold on, as long as you hold it, it reversed. Now it got you. But but at, at the same token, if I want this thing, this monkey, as y'all say, get off my back, I have to choose to let it go. You know how many people are out of that spot because they waiting on somebody. No, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. You got to free yourself. Oh. And they waiting on a text message. Waiting on a phone call. Waiting on a visit. No, no, uh, let that foolishness go. It's foolish to harbor a grudge. 
That's why you can't assume. Again, you cannot assume. See, love bears all things. Regardless of what comes. This is 1 Corinthians 13, 7. What, what, love does what? God is love. God is love. And when I love his law, I'm going to respond like love does. And love bears regardless of what comes. Believes in all things. What do you mean? Look for the best in each one. So I'm not upset. I'm looking for the, even though you trifling and low down, I'm looking for the best in you. I still think the best and not the worst. See, rather than trying to find all the bad and whatnot, I, there, there's, a, there's got to be some good in him somewhere. Hopes all things remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endures. That's a word you should adopt into your vocabulary. Endure. All without weakening. That means I'm going to remain firm. I won't be moved. I will not shake. I might bend. I might go left the right but I will not be weakening so 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 don't get me going left and right and bending forward and backward as I'm getting weak no 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 I'm very much rooted and grounded and solid I'm still here so number two you can't think take things personally number one you have to choose to let it go number two it, you can't take things personally. Don't we love you? God loves you. You should you should love yourself, okay? But but don't 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 put too much emphasis on self. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't put too much on it. <laughs> love yourself, but don't 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 you know like uh, uh, Paul says to those wrong. You know there's nothing wrong with think highly of yourself, but don't think more. Well, he says don't think more highly than you ought. Think highly, but 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 don't don't go overboard. <laughs> I don't think you're the only one. <laughs> don't don't think that you're no. You're not, don't put all the attention on you. Leave some room for somebody else to get in. Huh? Leave some room. Wow. I'm gonna give you this last one just because you need it. Ah. Proverbs 10, 12. What's number two? We're talking about having to change your heart today. Number one, I need to do what? Come on, guys. Talk to me. I need to do what? Free yourself by doing what? That's intentional, right? N number two, you have to what? Please, y'all. You were hearing this, but I don't think it's seeping in. You got to let it seep. Y'all missed that. I've said all the time, as a, and some of y'all look like, oh, he tells the film. No, I'm not. As a pastor, I don't let what saints do offend me. I, don't, I, I never get offended. Now, there may be things that disappoint me, but I don't let it offend me because that's a choice. Oh, I'm disappointed, but I'm not offended. See, if I get offended, then I, oh, I'm going to be like a bull, a wild bull in a fine china shop running loose, tearing the place up. Why don't you get a pen pass? Because I love God's word. And I understand that I'm just an overseer over his sheep. They don't belong to me. You hear? Stop taking things personally. I don't assume if somebody doesn't show up, I don't take it. I don't know if people are sick, traveling, different things. But I'm not up here, nothing up and where she at. Oh, God, no. Lord, bless him wherever he is. Whatever he's doing has no bearings on me. I'm going to live my life and enjoy it to the fullest. I ain't worried about nobody. Why? Because my Bible says cast all your cares to the Lord. I let him worry about it. Where, where they at? What they doing? I'm not going to worry about it. Why? Because my Bible tells me to give it to God. Hate does what? Stirs up strife. But love, that, that's the wrong translation. The good news translation says this, love, 
uh, read that. What, what does that say? Say that loud right here. Hold on. Hate stirs up trouble. Read. But love forgives all. Do y'all see this? So if I'm really loving, don't worry about it. I'm good. Maybe people will stop offending you if you stop receiving it. What do you mean? When they do it, girl, I'm good. How you doing? So I still speak to you. Still love you. Huh? I'm going to still hug you at the back of the church. Hey, how you doing? I'm not going to ignore you like the members do. I'm not going to turn my head. No. How you doing? Yeah, nice stealing. You got your own member back while I'm saying, how you doing? Well, I'm sure I'm not taking it. Are you here? Proverbs 17.9. I got one more. Listen. He... I pray you're taking down these verses. <laughs> he who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. They seek what? Love. But he who repeats or gossips about the matter separates intimate friends. Let me tell you something. When, when you've released it, don't let people bring it up. You, you need to tell people, you know what, man, I don't forgot about that. I let that go. I've been dealt with that. Are you here? But he who repeats or gossips about it. See, that's another thing. Some people, let, let me tell you, when, see, the true, the true essence of forgiveness is to not mention it. I mean, you forgot. So it's a lot of people say, forgive and forget. No, no. You, you, you may, some things you ain't going to never forget. No, you ain't. <laughs> how you? Because you got a knot right upside your head. That's a reminder every day you look in the mirror. So how can you forget Bobo did that? But you no longer mention Bobo's name when you really forgive Bobo. So it's not that you forget, but when I forgive, covers it. And see, when something's covered, you can't see it. So it's like maybe it didn't happen in the. But he who repeats. So you know when people, see, some people, they forgave in their head, but not in their heart. How you know? Because every week you call me and you're talking about it. But you came to the altar and cried and fell down and laid out for about 32 minutes. Then got up but went home and still had it in your hand. See, the, 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 the nature, the, the idea of coming to the place of sacrifice is to lay it down and leave it there. See, see, some of us come to the altar. When, when Pastor get up here and we come down and we, we'll get down here with it. Yeah, Pastor, we, we want Pastor to lay hands on us and we'll, we'll cry. And, but see, what we don't realize, we get up though. Watch this, watch this. We get up and we, we kind of tuck that thing away. But when I turn around, it's like, you, you know, we think you don't left it at the altar. But God knows your heart, and he knows that you really didn't release it. Yeah. Did that for the sake, you know, just to feel, I'm at church, let me go on down, anointing flowing, let me go on down and act like. And it's still there. Number three, last one. You have to guard your heart with the word of God. What did I say? I got two verses and I'm done. Let me show you something. You have to do what? What's number one? L listen, in a moment, in a moment, you're going to have the opportunity to forgive in your heart. Even when I was standing, it's the Spirit of the Lord. And he even showed me faces of people who forgave in their head but not in their heart. Faces. See, if I, if I was in Africa, I could call you out because they don't mind being called out and all that kind of stuff and put on blast. But since we Western America, y'all funny acting. Y'all don't like your business out in the street. So we, 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 we got we to tiptoe lightly. We got we to gotta give you the prophecy lightly. We, we, we got to smush it up like Gerber baby food and just... 
But see, in Africa, they give it to you uncut. You a whoremonger, you a... And you... Then you look, how dare he, he expose me like that now? I mean, I am a whoremonger, but you ain't have to put my business in the street. But New Testament prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. So we're not going to blast you. I just whispered in your ear. There's a way to do it. See, y'all can't take some of this stuff. Y'all, even in a whisper, and just me and you, you still can't take it. You're moving the whole time. Number three, you have to guard your heart with what? Word of God. Let me show you some Hebrews 4. Let me show you something. <laughs> Are you there? For the Word of God is what? Is living and active, full of power. The Word of God. Making it operative or operative, however you want to pronounce it. You can say it both ways. Energizing and effective. It is sharper than a two-edged sword. Penetrating. Do you see this? What do you mean sharper than any two-edged sword? It cuts on both sides. In other words, there's no part of man which God's word cannot penetrate. Immaterial or physical. He gets you on both sides. Are you here? Penetrating as far as the vision of the what? So mind. The seed of man's will, emotions, intellect, and spirit. You are spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit. That's what you are. That has a soul. That part that needs to be constantly renewed. Because whatever affects your soul affects your spirit. But here, the word of God says that his word is living, active, what? full of power. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Who? The word. For the. That's why it's living. Why? Because it is the word in the flesh. The word is living. Christ is living. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in. That's why we call him the living. Y'all don't know the song? word in other words if I yield myself to the Lord watch this now and allow him listen to this soul spirit the completeness of a person of both joints and marrow to the deepest parts of our nature exposing and judging the very thoughts and intents of the heart so if I really submit myself to God subject myself to his authority his guidance and he'll, he'll cut right between that soul and spirit, he'll separate that thing and show you you. Are you here? Y'all are missing this. But most people don't give themselves to God and let him cut right between that thing. Listen, man. His word is living. It's not inept or inactive. It's living. Write this down. God's word reveals who we are and what we are and what we are not. Excuse me. It penetrates to the core of our soul and spirit. It discerns with it discerns what is within us. So when I give myself, see, when you look, notice we read in Psalms, great peace do they have that love your law. And you, if you remember, I said those who do it. So when I submit myself to His Word and I allow it to cut that thing right down the middle. See, if you really want to know that, if you really want to to do what I mentioned earlier about David Lord let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight see what I do I allow that thing to minister to me and I and I respond like he says to respond are you here but his word it reveals it discerns what is within us both good and evil the, the, watch this the demand of God's word when, when, when I study it when I see it it requires a decision now that I've seen it. So we must not only listen to the word, but we must allow it to shape our lives. Last verse. So number three, you have to do what? Guard your heart 
with what? Let me show you something. I'm done. L- listen. S- some of you have been to this altar multiple times. Ah. Holy Spirit said for the same thing. Because you, you forgave in your head, but it was still in you. And here's the amazing thing. You can let it go any moment. It's foolish to hold the grudge. Because it only affects the one who's holding it. The grudge that you, I'm holding doesn't affect you. It affects me. So here, I'm mad at you, waiting on you to do something that's in my power. That I could just let it go. You got people, I mean, they're livid with people. But how, how, how crazy that look, I'm mad at you and I'm, I'm the one holding that thing. But I'm mad at you. You should be mad at yourself. Especially when you realize I could let that go years ago. Years ago. Here go a word for somebody. Move on. Let that thing go. Bury it. You know how much life you miss out on when you harbor that stuff? What they did, what, what, what they, what they, what they, what they, and they going on about their lives. You think I'll stop pastoring because saints get disgruntled and offended? No. I'm going to come in every day and preach to the ones who desire God. Because when God decrees a thing, it is so. <laughs> it's, it's already done. Listen, anything God spoke, it's already done. Just like we walk by what? Faith, not by? So even whenever, so when we do something, we're not doing it to get God to do. So even when I give, I'm not getting him, I'm not giving so he can do something. He's already done it. I give in faith because I believe that what he's spoken then is already done. So I act in faith. He already gave. You're just doing it in faith, saying, I, I, I know you did this. So here is a, a proof of my witness that I believe what you did. So I'm walking by, see, I'm walking by faith. What? Then he already did it. Boy. Guard. So number three, guard your heart. Psalms 90. If you don't get this, you don't want it. Psalm 94, 22. King James Version. Listen to this. You got it? What's number three? Come on, guys. Talk to me. So, so we're talking about to, to change that traje- the trajectory of my heart. Number one, I need to do what? Free myself by doing what? Letting it go. So everybody who's offended, you, 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 are, you are holding on to it. Listen to me. By choice. You don't have to be. That doesn't excuse what the scripture says. Woe to the one who, call, who causes it. Woe to them. Okay? But we're more gripped on them. That, trust me. It'd be better that they had a millstone tied around about their neck and thrown into the deepest sea than mess with one of God's. I ain't worried about them. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You worried about the wrong way? When they gonna get that? No, you see, you focus on the wrong thing. Let God handle what's His, and you just let that thing go. But the oh, here about I. But the Lord is mine. His word, brother. The word became. If you say the word, you're talking about God. You say the law. Listen. (laughs) But the word is my defense. What's your defense? No, I'm going to show him. I'm going to fight. That's not your defense. Blasting him on social media. That's not your defense. The Lord didn't tell you to do that. Going into hiding. That's not your defense. Slander, wrong. Watch this. The reason, another reason why it's not good to hold a grudge, because when I hold it, now I become just like the person who offended me. Watch this. If I hold it, brother Tillery, now I'm sowing discord. One of the things God hates. So when I hold it, now I actually swap roles with the one who I think offended me, because I'm doing the same thing. And woe to that one. That's why you need to let it go. But the Lord is my defense. My God is the rock of my 
write this down. That word defense, I said this some years ago, it's the Greek word misgob. I'm sorry, the Hebrew word misgob. Misgob, M-I-S-G-A-W-B. This is what it means. A secure height. <laughs> a secure height. A retreat. A stronghold. Strongholds are fortresses. Are you here? High tight walls. Are you here? It means unassailable. Unassailable. U-N-A-S-S-A-I-L-A-B-L-E. What does that mean? Unassailable. Unable to be attacked, questioned, or defeated. My God. Y'all hear that? Did y'all hear what I said? When I make, bring me a chair. When I make God my defense. See, all this is doing is confirming Psalm 119. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing offends them. See, it, what do you mean? It puts me a secure height. Are you here? Can you grab the iPad? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold on. From here, can you grab it? See, when God is not my defense, I'm readily accessible to take everything in it. Whatever they say, it just being me all in all kind of directions. But when I make the word of God my defense, notice it says secure height. Y'all hear? Unassailable. What do you mean? Unable to be attacked, questioned, or defeated. So although weapons are formed against me, nothing shall prosper. Why? Because I am in an unaccessible I see you. It doesn't bother me because I'm in watch this. How come it doesn't bother you? Because great peace have those who love your law and nothing offends them. That word means invincible. Indestructible. <laughs> Impossible to subdue or defeat. So when you become a person who is a lover of God's word, doing what it says, it's literally impossible for that one to be defeated. Why? Because he has me sitting up such a it, then you'll get to the point where like people be coming up to you apologize like what well, I ain't even know what see you, you have such a peace in the con you're not you not you are really then you become oblivious to the little petty stuff you, you the other day I ain't speak to you like man what huh when see he shields you so little stuff it doesn't even bother you anymore why because he has put me. Are y'all here at a secure height? Come on, let's get a load of hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.